Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Way Podcast, where we talk about Yahweh and how to live life His way. My name is Victoria, and today's episode topic is all about how to live boldly in your faith, how to live it out, practical tips on what to do and what that looks like. But before we get into the episode, please go follow the Instagram page, the underscore way underscore pod, just to stay updated on all the things when new episodes come out. Um, Please give this podcast a rating on whatever platform you're listening on and yeah so let's get right into the episode okay y'all so I feel like this topic is so important because I've heard so many like influential Christian pastors or just Christian people specifically in the mission field talk about like the western culture Christianity and how it's just really not the best like we almost do the worst in living it out and people can't tell our lives any different from other people's lives like we look the exact same as everyone else and as Christ followers like we're not supposed to look like that we're not supposed to look like the world and so I think learning how to live not only following Jesus but following him boldly and unapologetically is important and so That's what we're going to talk about today. And I think before, I was going to say this for the end, but I think I should just say this on top. The reason as to like why we need to live boldly. Like if you don't know why, a lot of times, you know, babies are asking why, 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 why. A lot of times it's important to know the why behind what we're doing. And so I was just kind of asking Jesus, like, why should we live out live our faith out boldly, you know? And he took me back to a recent sermon I heard, but the pastor was saying like, we are here to make Christ known, like not our name, not, you know, this person, that person, we are here to make Christ known. And how are we supposed to make Christ known? How are we supposed to live out that, that life's mission? If we're sitting timid or quietly in our apartments or in our homes or in our cars or in our workplace or just like letting life just pass us by every day and the name Jesus not even coming out of our mouths to anyone, not talking about him, not not talking to him, not thinking about him, not spreading his name. And so we are here to make Christ known. That is why we should live our faith out boldly. And, you know, a lot of people are just so confused about Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? What is my purpose? What is my calling? Like, why am I here? And we're here to make Jesus known. So whatever that looks like for you, let's figure it out together. But it's it's a calling specifically on all of our lives. It just looks a little bit different depending on who you are and where Jesus has placed you and what he's asking you to do in that realm. But that is why we need to live boldly is to make Christ known. So how do we do that though? Like, how do we live boldly? I think this first topic is just the most important in this because it just is. Like, if you don't have this down, you are going to struggle with living boldly in your faith for the rest of your life. But the first point in how to do this is knowing your identity. If you do not know your identity, you are going to struggle with living boldly. And I really say that lovingly because 
I just want everyone to know who they are. Like I want everyone to just walk in freedom and confidence in who you are and how God has made you. And if you don't know your identity, how are you supposed to live your life boldly? And if you don't know who you are, you are a daughter of Jesus. You are a son of Jesus. You are a, you are royalty. Like you are, you are I don't, I can't even explain to you how important and, and chosen you are. And when you start walking more into living your faith out boldly, there are going to be people who are going to not like you for it. You are going, there's going to be so much rejection. There is going to be so many blows, so much hate, persecution. Well, it's not as bad as it was when Jesus was alive, but you know, people are going to not like you when they know you, you are following Jesus. And not only are you following Jesus, you are living for him and you are loud for him. With that comes a lot of rejection and just darts and, you know, words thrown at you that are not nice, but the firmer you are in your identity and the firmer your foundation is in Jesus, the more those blows are going to hurt less and less. And could potentially get to a point to where it does not even phase you. There's a lot of people who are on this planet that think Christians are annoying, that Jesus is annoying, that Christianity is annoying. And so if you are one of the people who are starting to step out to live life more boldly, and there are people in this earth, on this earth, annoyed with you or hating you for it, what what verse is it? It's John 16, Jesus says, take heart because he's already overcome the world. So please do not let people's words be the reason and people's opinions about you be the reason that you are a little bit more timid on your faith side or you're not as vocal about Jesus as you want to be because of what people will think. People are not going to like you for it. I can go ahead and just, you know, rip the bandaid off right now right here and right now that there are people that are not going to like you because of this, but that does not matter. And people's opinion does not matter because you know who you are. You are firm in your identity in Jesus. And you know, who's going to love that you're living your faith out more boldly. Jesus, Jesus is going to, well, Jesus loves you regardless of what you do, you know, but it pleases him when you are loud about him and when you are living your life out for him and you are living your life's mission for him. Like Jesus is going to be so happy and proud, even though he already loves you and his love is not earned. I'm just saying he is going to love you for it and appreciate you for it and be so proud of you. Like that is my daughter. That is my son whom I am well pleased. Okay, so forget all of these other people. Just keep your eyes on Jesus y'all wait I have to tell this little side side note because it literally made me cry well I was I had to do everything I can to hold back my tears because it touched my heart so much but if you don't know who if you don't know me one thing I am a huge fan of is high school musical okay I am a high school musical fanatic I know every song every dance every lyric every scene I can quote all three movies listen I'm a huge fan of high school musical and on Sunday I had to lead worship at my church for students and I don't remember exactly what I started to look at 
I think it was like a person in the room or something in the room caught my attention and it made me a little bit nervous. And all I heard, this is what the Holy Spirit did. I don't know if y'all have ever seen High School Musical, the first one, but when Gabriella and Troy were about to sing Breaking Free, Gabriella got stage fright. And you know what Troy did, y'all? <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about High School Musical. <laughs> but Troy, Gabriella walks off and she's like, I can't do it, Troy. Like, not with all these people staring at me. And Troy grabs her little chin and he goes, Hey, look at me, right at me. And he says, Just like kindergarten. And then Gabriella, ah! I love this. I love breaking free y'all. But anyways, Gabriella looks at Troy when she first starts singing and they start again and she's just looking at him singing and she does amazing. But I say that because on Sunday when, when something caught my attention, I literally felt Jesus say, look at me, like right at me. And it was like Troy's voice, but I know it was the Holy Spirit telling me, Victoria, do not pay attention to anyone in this room. You are singing to me. You are worshiping me. Look at me, right at me. And I literally had to hold back my tears because it just touched my little heart so much. And so I say all that to say, y'all, if you are starting to step out boldly and people's words are starting to hurt, just Remember that scene in High School Musical and picture you as Gabriella and Jesus as Troy. And Jesus is saying, hey, look at me right at me, because at the end of the day, he is the only one that matters. He is who we're living for, not these other people and their words. So I say all that to say, y'all, one of the biggest things you need to do before you start really living boldly in your faith is know who you are in Jesus and stay so firm Get so firm and grow in that. And one way to grow in that is to just spend time with him. Read his word. Pray. Like, what does Jesus say about you? You don't know because you don't read your word. So read your word so you can know what Jesus is saying about you, not what these other people are saying about you. You can be grounded in truth. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I just feel so like silly for talking about High School Musical, but I just had to tell y'all about that little moment because it really just it touched my little heart on Sunday but okay here's the next practical tip and I'm telling y'all this in a specific order okay so the first one is know your identity grow in your identity the second one is ask Jesus where is your mission field like what does your mission field look like for your life and that can be literally so many things that is one thing as believers, we have to stop doing is we have to stop putting God in a box. God can tell you there is no telling where your mission field is. It can literally be somewhere as your workplace. It can be your school, your college, your university, your sports team, your church. It could be overseas. It could be in another state. It can be it can literally be so many places. It can be social media. It can literally be so many places. But I think one way to clear a lot of things up and to bring you clarity as you're trying to navigate through living boldly is asking Jesus, where is your mission field? And once he reveals that to you and you know what that is, step into that with both feet planted and ready to spread the gospel because I want you to know that 
wherever God tells you your mission field is, is specific and intentional for your life. Like God is calling you to this. This is not, nothing God does is empty. So when he reveals to you where your mission field is, go running both feet planted in it and be ready to spread the gospel and talk about Jesus and live in your faith boldly. There is a reason why God is telling you to plant your feet here because you are going to be able to reach people that I will never reach or see or meet that the person next to you will never reach or see or meet. And so there are specific people that God is calling and placing in your life for this time. So when he reveals to you where that is, go. And and also here's another good prayer. Pray for his eyes. Pray for the sight to see what he wants you to see. There's probably a person, y'all, I cannot tell y'all. I'm about to go off. There are so many times I've prayed that prayer and I've started noticing things and seeing things differently that I've never seen before. There are probably people in your workplace or school that you've never even noticed them before, but ask for God to give you his eyes and he will literally show you people that walk by you every day that you've never noticed. And so that's what I'm saying, y'all. There are so many people that are just waiting to be seen and heard that God has assigned you to. So pray and ask him for his eyes so you can start seeing these people and, and telling people about him. Now, The third one I have is conversations. And I think I'm going to make a whole nother episode specifically about evangelizing tips. But here's just a little tip. When you know your mission field and you're there and you're scoping it out and you're trying to figure out who to reach or who to go talk to. When you start talking to people, I know for a fact there have been a few people that I've been in rooms with who has expressed this. They just don't know, like, how do I bring up Jesus to this coworker? Like, how do I get Jesus or something in the conversation? Y'all, this works every freaking time. When you are in conversation with someone, especially if they're new and you don't really know much about them, just start asking questions about them and ask them, like, what do they like to do in their free time? And then listen to whatever, whatever, whatever. And then somehow slip in there like, do you, do you have a church or do you go to a church? Once you ask that question, that is going to open up the door and the realm for Jesus. They're, they're either going to be like, yeah, like I go here, um, whatever, or no, I don't go here. No, I don't really like the church. I don't really trust the people in the church. And then just dig into that take the pressure off of yourself ask the holy spirit i cannot tell y'all how many times i'm having conversations with people and in my head i'm praying and asking the holy spirit to intervene speak through me talk to me because i don't know what this person needs to hear right now but you do so when you get that door open about church that can be like hey so like i don't really like the church okay so like why like what happened or is it the people of the church is it jesus that you don't like like explain that to me and that nine times out of 10 will get the door open, but somehow find loopholes to get to talking about Jesus. When you are talking to people, a lot of times I've had conversations come up to me when I wear, um, Jesus shirts, Jesus loves you shirts, God shirts, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's been people that have talked to me with wearing that. And a lot of times 
other believers will spark up conversations with you. Like, hey, I like your shirt. Uh, what church do you go to? I go to Passion City and sometimes I've worn Passion stuff like out and about. And I've had people ask me about the church or, you know, I've had conversations about my church because of the things that I wear. And so just little, literally little things like that. But there are so many ways to slip Jesus into conversations. But I would 100% always pray God speak through me Holy Spirit I need your help in this conversation like what do I say right now and he will give you the words like take the pressure off of yourself I promise you it works but when you start meeting the people that Jesus is assigning you to bringing up Jesus and bringing up uh just church and things of that nature is important but also there's another way now here's my next point if this is a person that you do life closely with, sometimes people just completely get turned off by you bringing up Jesus. The other way to be able to reach them and preach the gospel is to just live your life, live out your faith. Because I forgot where I heard this from or who said this, but someone somewhere recently said that unbelievers do not read the Bible. They read you. And I cannot tell y'all how many unbelievers I've heard or talked to that says that they hate Christian and they hate the religion because we are hypocrites. We say one thing, but we do another. And so not to put pressure on yourself, but if you are out here trying to bring people to Christ on a, Monday but then on the Thursday you're literally blackout drunk puking on the sidewalk at clubs and bars but then on Friday or Saturday you see this person again trying to bring them to Christ that is the life of a hypocrite and I'm not saying we're supposed to be perfect please don't get me wrong we all sin I sin we struggle with sin but there's a difference between struggling with sin and blatantly intentionally pursuing sin and when you are trying to bring people to Jesus and telling them you're telling people ABC, but you're going to do X, Y, Z. That is the life of a hypocrite. And that is the life that you're showing these unbelievers. And then maybe, maybe they do give their lives to Jesus. And you're the only person in their life that they see model Jesus. They're going to think, Oh yeah, I can love Jesus and still go do X, Y, Z when we're not supposed to be doing that. And so, just live out your faith, y'all. As believers, we are called to look differently, to live differently, to do things opposite of the world. And so sometimes saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus won't help, but living out a life for Jesus and pursuing Jesus will. So that can honestly do more than preaching Jesus sometimes, depending on the person, depending on the mission. But when, a, when an unbeliever can look at you and be like, wow, like their life is different. There is something different about them. It's Jesus. It's because you're living out your faith boldly and, and intentionally and they're noticing it. So just don't be a hypocrite, y'all. Live out your faith because the unbelievers do not read the Bible. They they read you. And I really just am keep feeling the check in my spirit to just keep saying, 
Do not put pressure on yourself. Do not strive for a life of protection. Strive for Jesus and he will do the rest. When you strive for Jesus, that means you're striving to look like him and live like him and be like him. And so that alone is going to make you look different. Okay, but don't if you're trying to strive to live a sinless life without Jesus, you're doing it wrong. You need Jesus. You need to be striving to look like him. He is what makes your life look different. But James chapter one, verse 22, it says, be doers of the word. Okay. We are, we are all hearers of the word, but we need to be doers of the word. Y'all that is what makes us different. That is what makes our, our faith real. Like that's what makes our mission field real. Live out your faith, be doers of the word. Okay. Now this is my last point, but it kind of ties into almost everything I've said, but if you just are one of those people who just feel like you are just not a bold person, you, that is just not for you. Bold is a cuss word for you. Like you, that is just not in your vocabulary. Pray and ask Jesus to increase your boldness. Ask, ask, and you shall receive. Ask for more opportunities to spread his word. Ask for more opportunities to meet people who don't believe. Ask for, just ask, ask, and be bold. And listen, 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 listen. Maybe being bold is not in your personality, but that doesn't mean you cannot ask God bold things. You can be in your room, shy and timid, asking Jesus for bold, big and bold things, you know? So just be bold, especially when it comes to your alone time with Jesus. He wants you to be bold. He hears you and he's listening to you and he delights in you asking him for crazy things. Like, stop putting God in a box, okay? If you just feel like it's not in your DNA to be bold, well, guess what? God rose from the grave. This man can make you bold. That Jesus, I think we for really truly forget the power of Jesus. Jesus is the ruler and create creator of this universe. He keeps us in orbit every single day. This big planet Earth, along with the other galaxies and planets. So if you think asking Jesus for a bolder personality is out of his repertoire, you're wrong. Because this man does literally unimaginable and thinkable things every day. So ask God for more boldness. Ask God to make you so on fire for him and his word and his character and just who he is that you can't help but talk about him to people and show him to people and read the word. My prayer this season, actually, if I'm being transparent, is God, help me connect with your word in a way that I've never connected with it before. That way I can be able to be more equipped and more called to to preach his word to people and tell people his word I want God's word written on my heart because if I'm being honest a lot of times it's really hard for me to sit down and just really get my brain to focus on his word and so that is my prayer this season God help me connect with your word in a way that I've never connected with it before and so pray these bold things ask these things I don't like to read that's one of the reasons why I really need help in connecting with God's word better well all that being said y'all just pray and ask and you shall receive okay here's my challenge to you ending this episode this week I want you to start somewhere in being bold and sharing your faith whether that is 
a simple post on social media, whether that is someone you know does not believe in Jesus, having just a small conversation with them this week. But I want you to start somewhere and share your faith unapologetically and bold. If it is social media, you might get some unfollowers, but guess what? That's okay because you're a daughter of the king or you're a son of the king. A few, uh, y'all, I can't even tell y'all how many people a day unfollow me on all my social medias, but that's okay. Like, <laughs> it's a little annoying, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But if you get some unfollowers, it is okay. If you, um, uh, in person, if you talk to an unbelieving person about Jesus and they're not really that receptive to it, that is okay. But hey, I just want you to know I'm proud of you and Jesus is so proud of you for stepping out in faith and doing something bold this week. So that is my challenge to you. And that is the end of this episode. I hope that I enlightened you somehow. The Holy Spirit spoke through me and gave you some practical tips to use. I hope it works. I hope by next week, you know where your mission field is or what that looks like or who that is. But I am literally out of breath because I'm so passionate about this. But I just love bold people. I love meeting bold people. I love people who are just unapologetic in what they believe and like about Jesus. And I love boldness. Like that's just, it's just a thing of mine. Oh, also I just found out that my last name Baldwin means bold. Is that crazy? Anyways. Okay. I'm getting off topic, but y'all, I hope that this, um, podcast episode helped y'all. Um, Thanks for listening if you made it all the way to the end and I will see you guys and I will talk to you guys next week, hopefully. <laughs>